The world is a vampire Sent to drain Secret destroyers Hold you up to the flames And what do I get For my pain Betrayed desires And I Episode 124 of the End of the Woods podcast brought to you by Ryan Woods. Of course. Why wouldn't it be? Who else would it be? What's going on, everybody? Just clicking on my computer, my loud computer. I'll probably end up sounding like we, uh... Is it episode 124, Ryan? Yes. Yes, it is, dude. Yes, it is. Episode 124 of the Any of the Woods podcast is brought to you by me, Ryan Woods, your lovely, lovely host. Well, let's see here. Let's make sure it's episode 124. It is, right. What's going on, everybody? How are you? Are you ready for Thanksgiving? Do you have the turkey out? Are you thawing the turkey? Huh? How do I chase the thing? Oh, here we go. Do you? Are you thawing the turkey? Are you ready to go? Are you ready to go lie to people about how good their food is in these next few days? That's my favorite part about Thanksgiving, is we all go to people's houses and we say things like, oh, you know, you make the best cranberry sauce. Oh, you make the best stuffing. You make the best blah. You don't. You don't make the best stuff. Because if you did make the best stuff, well, guess what? You wouldn't be selling insurance. There's nothing wrong with selling insurance. Just stop lying and saying that you, stop lying and saying that you do, you do sell or make the best such and such. Because if you did... You would do that. You know what I mean? For like a living. You know? You wouldn't be the best, you know. What, what are jobs people do? Insurance salesman's an easy one to make fun of. Car salesman's an easy one to make fun of. You know? There's just easy jobs out there. You wouldn't be flipping burgers if you made a good turkey, you know? That's a fact. So if you, if you, stop lying to everybody. My mom makes the best. No, she doesn't. Dude, my, my grandpa, he makes the best. No, he doesn't. Because if he did... You wouldn't be here. You'd be working at some uh, Guy Fieri-type restaurant where you're cooking up the best such and such. You know what I mean? If he made the best pies, he'd have like a little Italy-type shop. He'd have a little shop with one door in or out with a window, and he would flip the open sign around every week if he did do that. But he doesn't do that, so guess what? Just enjoy it. Just tell me how is it the best if you've only ever had that only the best because you've only ever had it you know what i mean i I, you know i really can't talk that much because i think my grandpa used to buy like pies like coconut pies oh i fuck i'd fuck around and eat a coconut pie right now 
Dude, they were so good. I'd eat the frosting off of it. I didn't even care for the pie. I mean, I like coconut, which is a controversial thing to say. This is why I don't tell anybody I like anything anymore, because everything is, hey, I like this. Oh, yeah? Well, you're a fucking idiot for liking that. You dumb fuck. Stupid idiot. Why do you even like that stuff? Hey, I like this. You know, I really think this is cool. You're stupid. Stupid, stupid. That right there, that's so stupid that you would like that. Why would you like that? It's so dumb of you. Ryan, who are your feelings, man? Calm down. Sorry. Sorry, man. Why was your guys' week going? I feel like I'm really loud in my ears right now. I need a producer to yell at. But if I turn it down, I can't hear myself. And now I'm flying blind. I don't want to fly blind. I know I promised you, um... I know I promised you Dana this week to argue about Taylor Swift, but she's busy out making money. Not in the way you th- you're imagining that in your head, you sicko. It's just a normal way. She's out working. You know what I mean? She's a hard worker. I'm home alone. So I'm sorry. I'm home alone on some Kevin McAllister stuff this week. Doing this by myself again, which is shocker. You know what I mean? Ryan, why don't you get guests? Why don't you have this guy on? Well, I don't know, because they don't answer my emails, surprisingly enough. They don't want to come on, which is fine. You know what? I don't expect them to. Why would I expect them to care? But since I'm home alone on some Kevin McAllister shit, I'm going to talk about Home Alone, dude. I'm going to talk about Home Alone this week. That's what we're going to do. We're going to talk about the movie that is Home Alone. First, we have a few things to take care of before we get there, okay? First order of business. Happy birthday, Rodney Dangerfield. I'm pretty sure Rodney Dangerfield uh, is one of the greatest comedians of all time. Let me just confirm that. Rodney Dangerfield... Uh, not Rodney King, Rodney Dangerfield. Rodney Dangerfield passed away in 2004 at Ronald Reagan UCLA Medical Center in Los Angeles, California. Um, he was one of the best. I don't get no respect, of course. Self-deprecating one-line humor. I could probably try a Rodney Dangerfield jokes. Kind of joke here. Let's see. Kind of soup. Rodney Dangerfield kind of soup. No, I want to type in. Here's some. Let me just read you some. My wife and I were happy for 20 years. Then we met. That's a funny one. I might use that one. I'll tell you, my wife and I, we don't think alike. She donates money to the homeless, and I don't mind any of the topless. See, these are classics. I mean, I could do other people's jokes all day, but this is my podcast. Okay, Rodney, move to the side. And then rest in peace, uh, Rodney Dangerfield, and also rest in peace, John F. Kennedy, of course. When you listen to this, it will probably be the 23rd, but today is the 22nd. We all know John F. Kennedy was murdered, as we went over last week. He was murdered in Dallas. It was people assumed that he, his son, would just miraculously pop up, or he... Why wouldn't they go... Now that I'm revisiting that in my brain, why wouldn't they go to where he crashed his plane? Well, that's right, because he crashed it in the ocean. What? That makes so much more sense than getting popping back up where his dad was brutally murdered. I don't know if it's brutally, Ryan. I mean, it's pretty brutal, dude, if your head gets blown off. Anyways, uh, I'm going to talk about, uh, I'm going to talk about Home Alone, but, you know, there's a few things we got to go over first. Those things are done. That's a little housekeeping. Browns win against Detroit. I do not, you know this, if you've been listening now for two years, uh, this is our third football season together, if you're listening to this podcast, the End of the Woods podcast, hosted by Ryan Woods, directed by, produced by, edited by, and you know, content by Ryan Woods, of course. If you're um, new here, I'm a Browns fan, okay? The Browns, we've been over this for th- for two years. This is our third season together. I don't apologize for wins. Why don't I apologize for wins? Because I know what it's like to never win. Okay, so my heart goes out to the Detroit Lions. Thank God it wasn't us that you got to win against. And Godspeed. There's something creaking around here. I'm too afraid to look. 
I'm sorry. You know, I don't do this in a studio. We're a low budget. Go ahead, subscribe, rate, and review. Five stars. It'll really help us out. Thanks. Appreciate it. Anyways. <clears throat> so let me talk about this. We were watching television this weekend, Dana and I, my lovely girlfriend Dana. And we decided to watch a Christmas movie because we had to decorate for Christmas. Of course. Because she's a woman, we had to go out and buy more shit. So we've already been buying this stuff. And I, you know, I like Christmas a lot. I like Christmas beers. Is there anything better than a good old spiced up honey tasting beer? You know, you have two or three of them and you don't remember that you hate your family. You know, kind of one of those beers. And Christmas ale being the best beer for the season. We were watching, we were getting set up and I had to go out to the store because of course, Dana, that woman instinct in her to go out and buy more, sorry, buy more shit. You know, that was her from, you know, miles away, grabbing me by the neck as I tried to say that, um, you know, she had to buy more shit. So we're at the store at home, which is hilarious because we're not at home. And I was there and I'm, I'm sitting there, you know, I'm walking around. I'm noticing one thing about that store is that I'm the only man in the store at the moment. And then I'm noticing something else. Zero minorities. My minority counter was at zero. What? I was like, are we in hell? I'm in hell right now, right? I'm in hell. And we're riding around, and I'm like going to these at-home stores, spending so much money on bullshit, which is fine. And then we, you know, whatever, Ryan, you only live once, right? It's only money. Yeah, I know, kind of. And you need it. So we're buying just a bunch of shit that'll end up in the ocean eventually. And then, you know, you move on, and you come home, and, and things are just... I wouldn't be surprised if somebody murdered me right now. Somebody just came up from behind and just killed me. But anyways, I don't even know where I was going with that. So we, we decorated for Christmas. It was a good time. You know, the whole house smells like pine now. And, um, you know, whatever. We're at the store. We're just buying all this bullshit. She's, like, talking to me. I'm super honest at the store with Dana. I don't know if a lot of you lie to your women. I'm just super honest where I go, I hate that. I hate that so much. I hate that. I hate that. I don't like that. If I like something, I'll be like, I like that. But if I if I hate it, I hate it. You know? Anyways, thanks, Ryan, for that in-depth analysis. Yeah, you're welcome. Anyways, we come home, and, and you know, she wants to watch a Christmas movie because she's tired of football, which, whatever. You know, you can only put your woman through so much. You know, she'll put you through the ringer when it comes to stuff. You know, women will make you do stuff. They'll take you out to six hours of shopping. They'll make you go to the store. You know, and Dana says, I rush through the grocery store. I'm like, yeah, because if we go at your speed, we spend a million dollars. But if we go at my speed, we're in and out. Sure, we maybe forget things, but that gives us a reason to go back, even though I hate going to the fucking store. I would rather do anything than go to the fucking store. I would rather do anything. And then Dana's mom is always like, well, no, you know, the, the self-checkout's taking away jobs. Yeah, well, I don't want to talk to those people. You ever tried to... I got a, someone's life story. Do you understand? We were buying a Christmas ornament for a little gift bag we were giving to somebody because they're moving out or something. I don't really know. You know, I parts of my life are just coming and going. And we were at... This is why I don't like dealing with them. I'm trying to buy one ornament. And she goes, it's a Grinch ornament. It was for us because, you know, we like that movie. And it's just, the lady looks at it and goes, oh, this looks like my ex-husband. And then she just stares at us and we're like, <laughs> and then she puts it away. And then she's like, oh, this looks like my brother. And it's another little ornament we're buying for somebody. And then we're like, <laughs> can we fucking go? And that's why self-checkout's awesome, because you don't have to deal with, ow, you don't have to deal with any of this shit. 
like people telling you about their life. Like I don't now I know that she has a brother who looks like a little fat workout Santa, and she has an ex husband who looks like the Grinch and steals Christmas. So that's that, you know, that's that. Whatever. So, anyways, we're watching a Christmas movie, and I go, I'm trying to find one, and like Netflix has none of the good Christmas movies anymore because everyone has their own fucking streaming service, which is amazing to me because it. When does it become... I remember saying this years ago. You were eventually just going to have... I'm a genius. This is a proof that I'm a genius. Outside of you guys listening to this podcast every week, knowing I'm a genius, I'm a genius because I remember telling you years ago that eventually there was going to be so many streaming services, you were just going to be paying for the same price of cable. Cable, expensive, but now you have so many streaming services and you're adding so many add-ons, it's all the same price and you have to like log out. You know what the problem is? I'm trying to watch on my TV. I'm sure there's a picture-in-picture thing. I'm sure you nerds are going to come at me with your, dude, you got to press this button, and you know, now I'm already pre-apologizing. That's what the future liberals want, okay? I'm not going to apologize. I just wish my TV system was easier. I have YouTube TV, and I want to watch ESPN+, and I want to flip back and forth seamlessly. I don't want it to pause. I don't want to be behind, and I, I just want it to work. Get a second screen. No, I don't want to have two TVs. So I've been watching things on my computer and having the TV on, and Dana goes, isn't that very very inefficient? I'm like, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. You know what? You want to make me feel like shit some more? Yeah, it is. <sighs> Anyways, we're watching Home Alone. So I finally decide, we, you know, we're scrolling through the TV channels that we have, which I've never used. I only use two channels. I watch football on TV because I'm the only appointment viewing, and I watch hockey on TV, which is going very well for the Maple Leafs, your Toronto Maple Leafs. And... The, um, I'm scrolling through all the channels, and I land on Home Alone 2 Lost in New York. We pick it up probably about a fourth of the way in. You get the gist, right? I explain it to Dana, who's never seen it, which is preposterous, that she's never seen this movie. It's a classic. A classic. And I'm not even talking about, like, a cult classic. I'm talking about a real classic. So she's never seen Home Alone uh, Home Alone 2. She said she, she kind of did. I don't know. She's a liar. And, like most women. And she... So we're sitting there, and I explained to her that Kevin got on the wrong plane, and he, they were in Miami, and he ended up in New York, and he's got his credit card, and, you know, blah, blah, blah. He's got his dad's credit card, and blah, blah, blah. Who, they must be rich. So this movie, to me, I've watched it hundreds of times as a child growing up. I watched it maybe, I mean, hundreds. I mean, I know it in and out. But something really clicked with me this week where I, or this weekend, where I was watching it, and I thought to myself, how improbable is this fucking movie? So one, we have Kevin McAllister, who I believe is like eight years old. And he's just wandering New York City in the 90s. That seems fucking improbable. Secondly, he makes a friend with an, an old man at a toy store who apparently is a great guy, doesn't even recognize that this kid's by himself and gives him two turtle doves. Who then he breaks the window later on. Spoilers. And then he and then he's going in and out of this hotel room, which and then these people go up to his hotel room to stop that boy because he has a stolen credit card. And then he just plays a Tommy gun scene from a movie. And they think somebody's shooting at them. Wouldn't there be bullets, bullet holes, whizzing? No, it's just a it, it's just a TV show. So it's improbable. And I know what all you people are yelling at your phone right now. Ryan, of course it's improbable. It's a movie. I'm like, yeah, but I'm getting there. Let me get to the point. Could you, Ryan, could you get to the point? You're 15 minutes in. You haven't talked about shit. I know. What I'm trying to say is when I was watching Home Alone 2 and then Marv and Harry, 
Joe Pesci and whoever that goofball is are now attacking Kevin McAllister. They come looking for him, right? Multiple things. So first off, Marv. So Kevin's up on the roof of his uncle's house, which I assume must cost $20 million if it's in New York. It's a massive home they're renovating. They're in Paris, which is just a fucking miracle. And wait, that's not even the crazy part. The crazy part is Kevin is in the Central Park after running away from the hotel. He's in Central Park, okay? There's nobody else around, I guess. There's just nobody in New York City, a city where there's gazillion people. He's, he's by himself in Central Park. There's really nobody around. I guess there were some prostitutes he walked by, and they offered him a need someone to read him a bedtime story. I was like, well, that's kind of, that wouldn't fly nowadays, but whatever. He meets a lady who's just the pigeon lady. Pigeons are just shitting on her. They're just shitting on her. And she's just walking around. And she helps him. And he, she goes, we got to find, let's go find somewhere warm. I know a place. So now a homeless woman is now hanging out with an eight-year-old. And they somehow just skip to, they're above an orchestra. They're sitting now above an orchestra. How did they get there is my first question. Second of all, now this homeless woman who found out his husband, her husband didn't love her, is now taking advice from an eight-year-old boy. And then, like, Batman, he's like, I gotta get going, it's getting pretty late. Dude, you were just in the, you were, there must have been so many parts of this conversation that were cut out in the director's cut, there's gotta be a longer scene here. And he's now sitting, he's gonna get out, like, he's like, I gotta go, it's getting late. Go? She saved, she, what? She just, you found her, she found you, and then you, what? It's getting late. No shit, dude, where are you gonna go? You gonna go cause some mischief? Of course you are. And he stands in the window like Batman. How did they get up there? Where are they gonna go? Does he slide down a fire escape? Well, how did he even get up there? I know I'm thinking too much, whatever. So then he goes and he, he, he busts the bad guys, the sticky bandits, at the toy store, robbing the toy store. He throws the brick through the window. They chase him to his uncle's house. They meet him outside the door. He's up on the roof. It's improbable that they survive this encounter, okay? He throws bricks. Bricks. You know what a brick is. He throws a brick, and it four bricks hit Marv in the face. Four bricks crush him in the head, and at no point does he bleed. He just has some marks. If a brick came from 10 stories and crushed you in the face, he would have broken his whole fucking face. All right, so let's say, for example, it hit him perfectly four times and he survives. Okay? Let's say that's improbable. He then walks up to the door, yanks on the handle. It's attached to a string. Of course it is. And he staple guns his butthole and his dick. Did you hear what I just said? He staple guns his butthole and his dick. So that's amazing. He's he's miraculously not bleeding. He then gets in the door, Marv that is, and then falls about two stories onto cement ground head first. What else happens? Oh, he gets paint all over him. He gets cement all over him. He grabs onto water things that are attached to a, a, a battery charger and he shocks himself until he's, you know, he turns into a skeleton. So he effectively is dead and then he's back to life. 50-pound bag of cement falls on him. He then crawls up, and they're now at the top of the stairs. And then you, it cuts back to Harry, or Marv, 
Harry, Harry now, little fat Joe Pesci, gets in the back door, lights his head on fire after taking tools, like wrenches and hammers to his noggin. And he, miraculously, he's not concussed. He gets up, lights his head on fire, notices his head's on fire, does a handstand, like the most acrobatic motherfucker you've ever seen in your life, does a handstand on a toilet, dunks his head, and he explodes. He explodes. And nothing, like he put his head into a toilet full of gasoline, and he explodes. But there's no fire. And he's fine. All he did was lose his hat. His hat's all frayed out now. Now they're going up the stairs. And they're wise to this. They're wise to his plan to throw um, paint cans on ropes so they avoid the two paint cans. But what's coming next? A fucking metal beam crushes them in the face and they fall to aforementioned cement floor two stories below. But they're miraculously not bleeding nor dead. They then crawl up, chase him upstairs, get crushed by a toolbox, which they miraculously don't die from that either. They make it to the roof. Okay? Kevin, you know, propels down a rope that is covered in kerosene. These two fucking goofballs get on the rope. He lights the rope on fire. They fall three stories and get crushed. What? I just was, I was astounded. I was astounded by the, the, I can't believe they didn't die. But you know what else I'm astounded by watching Christmas movies? Do you know what else I'm astounded by? The holidays coming early. Ho, 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 gentlemen. The holidays have come early this year as Manscaped has the gift that keeps on trimming. Santa's beard isn't so appealing when it's coming out of your trousers. You know that. And that's why Manscaped, the leaders in the below the waist grooming, have you covered this holiday season now available in wherever you are. Join the 4 million people, men worldwide, who trust Manscaped to keep their trees trimmed and ornaments polished. Go to manscaped.com and use code INTO, I-N-T-O, for 20% off and free shipping. I'm going to tell you what you get, okay? You know what I mean? You need the performance package 4.0. It's a gift for you and your lady. I know the women are always involved this time of year. There's commercials for men. You know, what do you what can you get them? Nothing. What can we get? We can get some some socks and underwear. Well, we have to buy women jewelry. No more. Get a Manscaped Performance Package 4.0. Okay? Listen, I used to use a regular razor on my D&Bs. That's dick and balls for you at home. I used to use my regular razor on D&Bs. Do you understand what I'm saying? And it used to be scary. You know, you're getting the blade around the things. You know, you don't want to cut them up. You don't want to make a mistake. And when you nick them, dude, that shit hurts so bad. But anyways, Manscaped has the solution. Inside the Performance Package 4.0, you'll find the Signature Lawnmower 4.0. This electric trimmer has proprietary advanced skin-safe technology to reduce cuts on your nuts. If that doesn't sound professional as hell, I don't know what is. It's also waterproof, so you can use it in the shower. It's like a gift to your partner with less mess. If you're a woman and you have a man in your life, if you're a man with a man in your life, pick this up. I don't discriminate. We know that. 
The Manscaped Performance Package 4.0 also includes Crop Preserver and Crop Reviver, an anti-chasing ball deodorant, moisturizer, and toner. The Hygiene Bundle will also come with a pair of Manscaped anti-chafing boxers that is perfect for wrapping your present. You know what I mean? Um, anyways, what can you do, Ryan? You've explained this to me. You've sold me. Where do I go? Well, you get 20% off and free shipping with the code INTO. That's I-N-T-O at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code INTO. I-N-T-O. Clean up your nuts and make Santa proud this year. Because Santa's all seeing. He sees your dick and balls all hairy and gross. You know? He sees your dick and balls. Open the calendar. Didn't want to open the calendar. Okay, what else do I have to talk about? How many, how many minutes have I done? Oh, man. Do you know what I saw at the store this weekend? Poo spray. Maybe this is one of those things where, like, I'm the last to know about it. But there's, like, spray, I guess. You spray in the toilet before you take a poo. It was called poo-pourri with P-O-O. You get it. It was kind of hilarious. But maybe I'm the last to know if people are actually buying that. That's got to be something you buy on the Internet because it's too embarrassing. You know? To actually buy, like, oh, man, this guy shits. This guy shits nasty shits. I guess it's for public, but whatever, dude. You know, does anything matter anymore? Is anything real? Uh, no, you know it's not real? The place, the country I live in, I live in Ohio, okay, if you've ever heard of it, and I live in a city. But if you drive about 15 minutes east from here, you know what you'll find? Just land. That's the beauty of Ohio. I went to a meat locker where they just had deer skins piled up outside, and there was a sign on the door that said, we aren't accepting any more deer. And I went in and I bought some jerky, or I bought some uh, Smokies, right? And they were the best Smokies I ever had. And I was like, this is amazing. There's a whole other world out here. And I just drove 15 minutes, and I found a whole other world of, of people that I would never meet in real life. These people aren't real. They're not, they don't have real lives. They don't have real problems. They have asphalt roads that I can't imagine ever get plowed because if they did, they would just plow the road away. You know, that's what I really mean about the world is that everything is just kind of happening. It is that time of year, though. You're just seeing commercials for, like, women. Get her get her what she wants this, this holiday season. What she really wants is a shiny object worth hundreds of dollars. You know why? Because if you don't get it for her, she's going to make your life a living hell. If you don't get her that shine, this shiny new necklace that we're repackaging this year that we've been selling for the last 15 years here at K Jewelers, not to name anybody, but I've been just seeing their commercial, if you don't buy this, well, buddy, you got another thing coming. Okay? Pal, if you don't get this piece of jewelry that's going to cost you a fifth of your paycheck for the next five months, <laughs> good luck explaining that one. Do you want to have sex in the next six months? Well, buddy, you better buy this ring here. You know, no, 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 she's not weaponizing sex. No, no, women would never do that. <laughs> women would never weaponize sex. Oh, Ryan, you silly goose. They would never weaponize sex. Why would they do that? Women? No, women have never done anything wrong. They just write 10-minute songs about somebody who did it for three months. I'm sorry. I'm Team Taylor. I just, I don't get it, dude. How do you have so many emotions in three months? 
I wish Dana was here to really fight me on this, but I just wanted to get this done. She's not going to be home for a little while, and I would have lost my thought about that home alone thing. Brian, couldn't you have written it down? I could have, but it was so much more fun to talk it through. With all of my best friends that I don't see ever, and I just talk into my phone, and I yell at my computer. I do set up ring lights to make it seem like I'm doing something, which is probably the funniest shit ever. God, is Thanksgiving a real holiday? Thanksgiving, huh? Thanksgiving. Why is this on... Rodney Dangerfield one-liners were on... uh, Were on Beer 100. Thanksgiving is a national holiday. Okay, here we go. Celebrated on various dates in the United States. And all these other places. Did, uh... Thanksgiving, do you think it, uh... Is Thanksgiving like a... You know, a little bit of things going on. Something we shouldn't talk about. Uh, prayers of thanks and special Thanksgiving ceremonies are common. And football. Football. Wow. They're talking about it in in these times. Um, pilgrims and Puritans who emigrated from England in the 1620s and 1630s carried the tradition of days of fasting and days of Thanksgiving with them to New England. Was Thanksgiving, wasn't it like they just murdered a bunch of... Wait a minute. Um, okay, there's debate according to Wikipedia here. The question of where the first Thanksgiving in hell has been the subject of dispute, primarily, of course, between New England, what isn't the subject of dispute anymore, between New England and Virginia. The question is complicated by the concept of Thanksgiving as either a holiday celebration or religious service. Well, I've never done the religious part. The American holiday's true origin was the New England Calvinist Thanksgiving, never grouped Never coupled with a Sabbath meaning. Of course not. Dude, my house is creaking. There's somebody in the house. I'm gonna get murdered. You know what? That'll just be fucking great. Oh, isn't this shit? Like somebody breaks in the house. Oh, isn't just just fucking great. Oh, this is just what I fucking needed. Oh, you're gonna kill me? Oh, you're gonna fucking kill me, huh? Oh, real tough of you. Oh, yeah, come here. What, are you gonna stab me? Oh, tie me up. Oh, kill me. You're just, you're just mocking him the whole time. Oh, you broke in someone's house. Don't you feel fucking brave? Oh, yeah, so cool. How about we fucking duke it out outside? Put the knife down. Let's go fucking in the yard. Let's fucking duke it out like men. Let's fucking go at it, pal. That'd be fucking hilarious. That'd be a funny little skit to do. Anyways, there's a free skit for you. That's your free skit of the week. Thanks for listening. Um, Subscribe, rate, and review five stars if you want to have a good Thanksgiving. Give thanks by thanking me. See you next week. Mm -hmm.